We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helton. Hey folks, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Thursday, December 14th edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. Um, Tim Heaney's with me like every Thursday. Um, Tim, big question going into week 15 when everybody listening hopefully is still in their fantasy playoffs. Um, how confident are you in Aaron Rodgers? Um, mildly enough to, to, to put him back in, you know, I guess <laughs> it depends on what other options you have. I'm going to use that general context that we apply every week. Uh, you know, it's tough matchup against Carolina, at least for the front. You know, we've kind of talked about the defense's erratic performance here and there. The cornerbacks can be beat, but the, the front of the defense can be pretty good. Um, I think it'll do just enough to be like a, a, a QB one this week. But, you know, if you have like a Jared Goff or something or a Phillip Rivers, I don't think I would start a Rodgers over those guys at this point. I know, you know, we, we, we doubted Rodgers a lot. Um, and he's come back to bite us. Uh, but, you know, last time this happened in 2013, he didn't look so great against, I believe it was the Bears mm-hmm. uh, when, he, when he came back. Um, there's pro- he'll probably still just do just enough to get like one of those, you know, 250 and two type of games. And that's going to fly in a lot of leagues, I think, in, in the playoffs. Um, you know, in, in the playoffs, you do think, oh, do I, I play him for his upside? But you also realize that, you know, there might be a bit of a, fl- a floor lower than usual here because of this Carolina defense. So I, to answer your question a little bit, a sh- little bit shortly, you know, top 12 quarterback, 
really depends on who else you have. All right. So Erickson has him fifth on the rankings. He has Wilson, Roethlisberger, Brady, Rivers ahead of him. I think that's that's fair to start those guys. I am seventh. I have Wilson, Brady, Roethlisberger, not Rivers. I have Rivers mm-hmm. a little below. I also have Cam, Breeze, and Dak. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Now, so now with Rodgers back, so, I mean, if you're a Rodgers or not, you have to play him pretty much. I mean, unless you're – in most cases, you have to play him. But, Unless you're somehow doubled up with another great quarterback, right. yeah. But so what? What, does, what do you tell the Jordy owner who's been frustrated in benching him for weeks? Um, it's good, good question because I actually have a playoff game where I, it, it's a non PPR and I've been I've been sitting Jordy most of the time and you know some some bad matchups this week for my other guys. I think I might have to actually consider playing him this week uh, just because of the you know what I was saying about those Carolina Carolina cornerbacks and Jordy's like his guy, so. Right. I mean, I, I know Adams is, you know, pretty much a 1A, 1B either quarterback right now, but I think this kind of tilts things back in favor of Jordy. So I'm actually kind of excited to play him. All right. I've got him 21st, and I feel like it's too high. I feel like that's a name brand ranking that he should be lower, even with Rodgers. I'm I, nervous. I, the evidence isn't there recently to bump him up, but and, and there is probably a little bit of faith saying that about it. But yes. The, but, the, but the history is there more than most other guys you can talk about right. with these two. So I, I, I would, I might even put him in more into the top twenty, just as a, maybe a little bit bolder. But I, I you know, we've ha- we've had evidence with this connection before, and I think it's going to work. Okay, uh, folks, check us out on Twitter. Tim's at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm at Jay Thirty Seven. You can also tweet us at Rotowire and follow our newsfeed at Rotowire NFL. And obviously, as we always say, you can get us on Facebook. Um, Thursday night game: Broncos Colts. The, yep. um, uh, it, it's, it's the last one of the year too. Yep. So that's fun. So. <laughs> If you're playing this one, you've, here, the guy I want to ask about is Frank Gore. Mm-hmm. Over the last six weeks, the Broncos have ranked 29th against opposing fantasy running backs and fantasy points allowed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been getting beat up. Frank Gore, 900 years old, carried 36 times four days ago. Mm-hmm. Do you play the matchup? Or do you get worried that Gore is going to be – I mean, you know, we always underestimate him. Like, well, like what, do you, what do you do with this one? Does, does it, are you eager or are you, are you hesitant or somewhere in the middle? Well, he did average 3.6 yards of carry on that effort. And the, the snow obviously kind of dictated things a different way with the game flow. So, you know, it, I, I, I get it. Um, I think it kind of splits the difference for me. Right. I, th- I think it's still – going home is still pretty good for him. Uh, it, it should help him, you know, be, be a little bit, uh, you know, comfortable with the with the with the with the uh, surface and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I think he's just still a flex to me. Um, you're right about Denver being a little bit weaker against the run. Do you trust the Colts to be that team to take advantage of it again? And I mean, that was extenuating circumstances last week for the volume for Gore. Um, yeah, he's he's okay. I, I I don't think I would necessarily bump him up one either way or knock him because of the workload last week. I think he's just kind of what he is. Still. Okay. Yeah, and I wonder. I wonder if the snow workload is different because it's not like I got a bunch of guys at high speed knocking right. you over. It's a bunch like, of guys trying to drag you down and make you fall into the snow. Right, and you're kind of like I guess waiting more so for the offensive line to clear things, and you know you know you have a little bit of little bit of reaction time. You can maybe get a little bit extra cheating off of that. So, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not all that excited, but I get yeah I get your point. All right, what is it? What is a what do you do to the T? What do you tell the T Y owner in this one? Uh 
if, if you're playing a Hail Mary, it's the perfect guy to play. <laughs> right. um, He's either you know, going to get a 60-yard touchdown or nothing. Right. Well, it's not much different from what he's been doing. So, yeah, the, I mean, the, you, know, you said the Broncos haven't been the same. You know, they the I know Aqib Tlaib will be back and stuff like that again. But, yeah, I don't know. It's um, Percet against them could extend plays enough where he could take advantage downfield a little bit. But I'm not, you know, I'm not rushing to play Hilton. Okay. Them. And the Broncos have still lately still been pretty good recently against uh, opposing wide receivers. I mean, the defensive backs, for all the struggles they've had, the defensive backs are still pretty good. Um, right. All right, we've got two well, Saturday. Jack Doyle, Jack Doyle. So. Oh, you're, like, you're liking Jack Doyle on this Denver. one? Yeah. yeah, hold on yeah. a second. <laughs> Let me check the actual numbers on that. I know the the idea. Actually, the tight end against Denver. They, well, they, they've kind of slipped because I think of uses. Like Jared Cook hasn't been, didn't yeah. take advantage against them. They had a couple of like ones where they just didn't throw to the tight end against them. Last six games, only 22 receptions to opposing tight ends. Yeah. Not bad. But it's Jack Doyle. <laughs> I know. I love Jack Doyle. I, I love Jack Doyle a lot more three weeks ago than I do yeah, now. That's true. Oh, we get two Saturday games, which is kind of fun. We do. Yeah. If I wasn't busy with um, youth basketball and you know, Christmas parties on Saturday, I'd be a lot more excited. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> um, Bears-Lions. So, so what do we make of the game the Bears played last week? Like, I, I would love to load up on Lions here. And I like the, you know, I want to play Marvin and, and Golden Tate and Ebron. And I really like all these guys. But last and week, Her- and the Bears, yeah. I went, what in the world? What was that? Just play Herman Moore while you're at it, too. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> what was that? I, uh, the, the, I don't know. It was... Uh, Thanks. You know, Thank you for that. Both of us. <laughs> we're providing great analysis here. What happened? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's, always, it's, it's always good there. Uh, it, you you want to load up on that. I mean, AJ Green didn't do much against them. And I, I think that the Bengals are just a, a team that's just given up. Um, I don't know. It's you figured against Detroit. I think it's going to be interesting because, um, you know, are you talking about, you're talking about Detroit's offense or you're talking about, <laughs> I, I want to play Detroit's. Here. I, I want to play Detroit's uh, both, both sides. Let's say I want to play Detroit's offense, both. but they played pretty well against the Bengals. I mean, they played really, you know, I kind of thought the bears were that team that had, was going to roll over. They were at that point where I right. thought, you know, you'd be reading things about John Fox has resigned to his fate and they've had so many defensive injuries and it's just been a rough go for the Bears. Yeah. And, you know, then I, last week I said, oh, the Bengals are just going to take care of business. And they didn't. I mean, there's two teams in the similar boat, I would guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, is their defense bouncing back? Like, I, I, you know, it, before last week, if, if you were to tell me to look ahead to week 15, I would have said, oh, the Lions going to roll them. Right. Well, I mean, the Bengals defensive line is terrible. And I think they got a They got a good jump on them for that. And Jordan Howard just was working. I mean, yeah. he, he just, you know. They did his job of twenty five to thirty touches, and then he got he he kept the ball moving for them. I don't think I don't see that against Detroit as much. Uh, I, I I'm with you. I think that the receivers are both worth a, a solid play here. I mean, Theo Riddick seems to be, you know, I know you mentioned earlier in the week that we kind of glossed over Riddick a bit to talk about the new guy. Um, finally took things back, I guess, and it looks like Amir Abdullah finally is being put out to pasture with the in terms of the role. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think you kind of have to roll with most of your Lions this week. I mean, Stafford looks to be pretty pretty set to go here. Okay, so. I've got one for you. I've got a personal lineup question. Yeah. PPR. Mm-hmm. Marvin Jones or Dez? I think I have to go Dez there. Hmm. Okay. I, I just I, I think I think Dez looks more like himself. I mean, I guess we'll get more get more into that later on, but I don't know. I think you have to go with the uh, the power touchdown stud here. <laughs> okay, I'm struggling with this. I have I have I this one. Tough. I have this one team, sorry to bore you, everybody, that 
I finished in first place. I have the one seed I got to buy last week. Mm-hmm. The team I'm playing actually has more points than me for the season. <laughs> and I have this team where I should have consolidated and made trades because mm-hmm. I have I, th- my bench is loaded. And I'm going, what? Because I made a bunch of good pickups and I kind of go, I'm, I'm going to tell you, okay, everybody, this won't take more than a minute, I promise. <laughs> so right now I have AJ Green, Marvin, Kareem Hunt, Carlos Hyde, and Alex Collins in at the running back receiver flex. Yeah. On the bench, I have Dez, yeah. Deion Lewis, Robbie Anderson, Mike Davis. Like I have all these options and I'm just, I don't know what to do. It's, uh, I'm paralyzed yeah. almost. because Are we sure? Yeah. Are we sure you want to play AJ Green against Minnesota? I don't know. I mean, it might be Dez and Marvin and Sid AJ Green, but I, I think there's legitimacy to that. I hate to say that, and I because I, I know Funch has kind of got through last week against Minnesota. They just kind of had him on a, on a broken play that he scored a touchdown. But right. see, I don't trust. I don't, De- I don't trust Dez enough. Is the thing. I don't trust Dez's <laughs> volume enough. I, I I think that's a fair point, but I think the way he's looked this couple weeks is you know he had a nice after the catch touchdown run. Last week against the Giants, and now he's facing Oakland. You know they have no pass defense to speak of whatsoever. And he had that. You know he went up and got that ball in the end zone a couple weeks ago. I just think there's a little bit more to what does. He looks like his old self a little bit more. All right. And the green, the green question's tough. I think that I think it's more Jones and Green for me than Jones and Des. Okay, maybe, the question. Maybe so. so. Um, other one more guy in this game. Um, yeah. If you're a tight end streamer, are you doing it? Are you going Ebron? Uh, makes sense. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to discount Adam Shaheen what he did, but he's like, you know, obviously the, the less volume there. So Ebron's, you know, Jeff has him ranked 15th among tight ends. I think I have to agree with that. That's, uh, they got him more involved last week. And I think that's, that's at this point of the year, it's a good upward trend. I have like 12th. Yeah. So, well, you, I'm sorry, you don't have him sixth. I know. I love you've been talking about him all year. I love him. But he's <laughs> finally making me, he's, he's finally paying off. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Um, all right. Chargers chiefs at night. I, I feel like fun. So, all right. So we've got this Saturday night game in Arrowhead. I haven't checked the weather yet or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The Chargers are are on the road. I, I feel like we all, as much as I've been uh, excited about the Chargers all year, I feel like we're all looking at this game going, "Oh, they're going to win. They're dope. They're totally beating the Chiefs." Like everybody <laughs> is is all over them, and it's to the point where it's kind of bothering me. Looks like it's looks like it's gonna be kind of warmish, fifty-one degrees Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, no precipitation looks like as of now. Yeah, I think people might be. I mean, I don't know about overlooking, but I think we saw the last two weeks the Chiefs' offensive improvements are really clicking. Um, I think Kareem Hunt getting involved is gonna be a little bit more of a you know set thing for this weekend. The Chargers have a weak run defense as it is to begin with. Um, Tyreek Hill on those Chargers cornerbacks worries me a little bit, but I think Travis Kelsey can make do with them. Yeah, I, that Chiefs defense is a, against Philip Rivers is what worries me because Marcus Peters, you know that whole situation. Um, I, I, he's he's coming back this week though, right? But yes, he's, he's served it. Yeah, but but still, it, you know, we talk about the picking on the Chiefs secondary either week anyway. So, you know, I, I think it's just um, is the road factor going to be uh, de- defining for the Chargers this week? Right. Do you like Alex Smith in this game? Not really. All right. Like not not against not against that defense. Yeah, they're good. Um, I mean, you know, we talk about the Joseph, the Bosa Ingram co- combination, and then, you know, the the, uh, the cornerbacks that rival Jacksonville's. I think mm-hmm. and nobody talks about, and I think Smith, Smith's in you know in the mode for a letdown this week. I know he's at home, so that maybe that helps him. But 
I don't know. This, the, the defensive personnel, I, I think, is t- might be too much to. It'll cap his upside. I'll say that. I think okay. it'll still get his to Kelsey and Hunt, but okay. Yeah. Um, Texans Jags. T.J. Yates starting a quarterback for the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hopkins. Oh, I mean, it, it's funny. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about AJ Green having this bad matchup. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is. I mean, the guy's been a t- complete mm-hmm. target mm-hmm. monster, o- almost to the point where you looked and you said. He 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 defies the notion that about playing a guy with a bad quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mm -hmm. but so now, I mean, you know, the guy could get. I mean, so he's got a backup quarterback, a third string quarterback that he's going to play with against those two monsters on the Jags. Yeah, but he's worked with that quarterback before. Uh, I think he's closer to matchup proof than AJ Green. (sighs) Uh, I'll I'll say that. Man, I, 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 I do. He just is. Uh, he he, make, he makes plays, you know, after separation. And uh, yeah, I, I'd rather play Hopkins than Green. I hate to say it; it's weird. Uh, but you I, know, mean, I, I agree. With sometimes you favor the receiver. Sometimes you have to favor the receiver. Okay. He's he's a very good receiver. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's weird. You know, you're not. I mean, do you do you buy that though? Like we, t- I guess you don't because you mentioned we talked about benching AJ Green. That you know, I mean, this you know, we always say yeah. start your studs, but I mean, th- this situation this week. Is re- I mean, for Hopkins and Green, is really bad. It's bad. I mean, it's it's the one that you d- don't plan for when you draft them, and then you know you have to kind of adjust in season when we underestimate how good some of these defenses are. Uh, but you know, I just I, Hopkins has worked with the Eights before. Um, I, th- th- there's some history there, and he's he's excelled with bad quarterbacks. He's we, he's just proven it time and again. Yeah, and I think this is a case where you kind of have to go with that. I I trust Hopkins. Hopkins is more matchup proof than Green. I'll say it again. Wow. So. That's a big statement. It is. I just think that Bengals offensive line is, is you know, that, that'll negate Andy Dalton a bit more anyway. So, I, and then tiebreakers is Hopkins more than Green. So, all right. So, the other one, what do you, it, most people who own Lamar Miller have probably been starting in most weeks. And every week you get like 55 yards and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's frustrating. And now he's in a, he's in a bad spot. Are you leaning yeah. against generally? I, I just think he's more of a flex. I don't know if I would say bench him for sure. You know, because the thing is with, with the Miller, with his uh, restricted workload every week, that he has to break off a long run most of the time, or he has to just consistently average six a carry. Right. Which you know, tough, tall orders to do. I mean, you know, Jacksonville's has shown some leakiness against the run. Uh, maybe you know, maybe in the receptions column a bit more, I think, than overall points given up. Mm-hmm. So maybe that goes in his favor. But he's not really much of a pass catching running back. Right. So. Yeah, I think he's just a flex guy. Uh, it, you know, you have to be really dire to really be confident about starting him. I've, I am so. 25th. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, Lamar Miller then, or Peyton Barber? Uh, Miller, Miller more so in the sense that you that there's a little more clarity. Yeah. Because I think the Buccaneers are just – they're just forcing Doug Martin in there for whatever reason. Right. You know, the fumble hopefully not. But Hopefully not. Hopefully we're done with, yeah. with Doug Martin. But we'll see. Seriously. Um, yeah. All right. Jags wise. I mean, you know, you know, you're starting for Fortnite missed practice on Wednesday, but we're not as for, we're recording this probably right now. It's nine 30 ish on Eastern on Thursday morning. I don't, we don't, we don't have any reason to worry about Fournette as of right now. Nothing so, more than, I, I think it's just maintenance for his, um, yeah. for, for his lower body. So, all right. Uh, Didi, are you excited about Didi? In this matchup, he, he gets a little more credit. I mean, this, this Texans pass defense is, you know, has been quite, you know, leaky as well. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Alan Hearns is still going to be out. 
that had to kind of check the, the the injury report over the weekend. But Westbrook looks he looks really swift, so I'm liking the matchup. Okay, uh, Ravens Browns. All right, I know I ask this every time the Browns play a home game. Am I crazy mm-hmm. to think the Browns can win this game? Well, no, Jimmy Smith has been a huge factor in that first week. I know it's the Steelers. I know they're they're more apt to take advantage of such things with that offense. But right. Gordon and Coleman, man, it's, it's going to be a good tandem for a while. I, so. I really was worried that Josh Gordon was going to. I made a I made a FanDuel swap and I took out Josh Gordon the other day very late because I was worried about the wind. Mm-hmm. And he started so fast. Right. He, he was three for 69 and a touchdown in, in, I think, 15 minutes. And I just went, oh, God, I screwed this up. And then I, we didn't hear from him. <laughs> right. I mean, which direction was the wind going to? So, you know, if he's playing with the wind sometimes, it right. could help. So, um, um, so, yeah, I mean, no, no Smith. Big deal for Baltimore. Big so. deal. As far as the other side of things, you know, we talked about all most of the year we've talked about how the Browns run defense is not so bad. Mm-hmm. They've been getting it, it's been slipping. Um, mm-hmm. Alex Collins, like I mentioned that team I have before the, of all the, the mess on the bench that I have, I know I'm playing Alex Collins. He is just, I mean, he's a top <laughs> 10 running back this week. He's, he's a great, I, he's a great play. I think so. I mean, it's amazing how we've come to this, huh? Um, well, the Browns have also faced better running games recently, at least better running back tandems. Right. Um, you know, you, you go from like, it's funny because they, they even held Murray and Henry for the Titans in check. And then they go to like, you know, Minnesota, Detroit, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Chargers and the Packers, even with Jamal Williams. They th- those are sound running games for, for the most part, you know, even with, you know, Abdullah doing whatever work for Detroit. I think, you know, this case with 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 um, with Baltimore, they have a nice set of running backs. Right. Even though the, the distribution might be off, depending on what week and what game flow is, you know, Alice Collins, DeForest Allen, who's also been, you know, kind of still, you know, chiming in lately. He was the lead back, right? He, yeah. In that one play, the one touch, one of the touchdowns he got last week, he was the lead back in a two back set ahead of Collins, and they gave him yeah. the dive, which is annoying. So, it's uh, the most annoying yeah. thing ever in fantasy football. It, yeah, but did the uh, to go, it goes to most of your point that Cleveland is slipping, and I think this is yeah the the rush the Ravens rushing attack is good enough to really keep that going. Are you inter- so. are, are you interested in? I'm trying to think of what would make you interested in him in <laughs> Flacco. Like what situation? <laughs> would make you interested in Flacco here? I don't know if I am. I mean, the Ravens, they're a running team, and he works off the run. And the, the Browns cornerbacks have not been the worst ever. They, right. they've, they've actually had some good shadow matchups this year. This year Jason McCourty's been okay against receivers that you know are of these Ravens caliber, I'll say. So I, I think he's just a, a quarterback, too, a low quarterback, too. A low quarterback, too, even though the last few weeks – at last two, two sixty nine and two, both games. So, and considering last week it was a you know a, one, like the biggest shootout of the year, that maybe that's not right. all that impressive. Yeah. Um, all right, Packers Panthers. We talked about we talked Rod- about Rodgers, and we talked about the receivers. Um, Jamal Williams, Panthers run defense pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, are you still, I mean, Jamal Williams workload's hard to argue with, but I wonder how that right. changes with Rogers back. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's less, less upside to it, but I still think there's 15 or so touches to be guaranteed for him. And I think that might, might be enough to do at least flex worthy stuff. Um, yeah, I didn't. And you know, is Aaron Jones going to be maybe more involved? I don't know. I don't uh, know. the, the past, the past, you know, the past blocking maybe gets him more involved, but, um, I, I would think I no. 
After, I don't know. after last week, I would think no. I know with Rodgers back, it could change, but. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I think Williams is just a solid low RB2. Okay. Um, Panthers, Panthers wise, all the Cam and Funches that you can stand. Bunches of Funches for sure. Um, yep. Stewart is, he's still, <sighs> he's, he's, mm. he's very touchdown dependent. And last week he paid off. And I know he got 103 yeah. yards. He had the big play, but. You know, I'm, 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 I mean, he's one of those that, you know, do I have to still for me? Yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't buy heavily into what happened. <laughs> Three touchdowns. You're not going to buy heavily into what happened either way. But you know, Khalil's return was, was pretty good for the interior though. Yeah. You, you, you kind of saw him break those inside runs a bit better than, than they have all year. McCaffrey really hadn't, he, McCaffrey was more reliant on a little bit more off tackle stuff. I think that seemed to be opening things up in the middle. So I think there's a little bit of optimism there. If you want to play Stewart as a flex against the Packers, because they kind of they they run some light fronts, you know, their their linebackers are not exactly, um, you know, it's kind of more like a diamond defense all the time for them. It seems like so, right. I I can see Stewart running against that 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 front being a little more successful as a flex than usual. But yeah, you still don't want to say oh Stewart's de- a definite start every every uh, every league now for the playoffs. I just don't see that happening. All right, and and can people people in standard leagues stop asking if you should play Christian McCaffrey? Stop. <laughs> it, it, the guy's got he, – he's averaging 24 rushing yards a game. Yeah, it's, it's just it, – the, the, the drop-off in that format is, just, is too palpable. Yeah, I mean maybe he'll get a touchdown and, and yay if he yeah. does for you. But, I mean, yeah, what are well, they, no way. Yeah, well, I, 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 I don't know. It seems like more of a Greg Olson week to me too. I yeah, think he'll get more involved. He was on the field <laughs> a lot last week. He was. And they didn't throw to much. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that was a good sign. Well, and the, the yeah. injury he got, he came right back from. Yeah. I mean, the, sometimes those Vikings, those safeties and the linebackers are just kind of tough in coverage. So, you know. All right. Dolphins, Bills. Um, Tyrod looks like he's playing for the Bills. I, I, I think I, I like the Bills defense here. I mean, I don't care what Jay Cutler did on Monday night. I mean, well, he's, yeah. you know, he's, he's still Jay Cutler. And he's still well, possibly going to throw yeah. one to the other team to run back for a touchdown. That was a very off game for the Patriots, more than the Dolphins really doing much on their own, I think. Right. Um, you know what Without- I kind of like in this one? I mean, yeah, those, those – uh, um, uh, the cornerback who played well, Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. Right? I get him confused with the guy in the Vikings. Um, right. <laughs> it, it, the, it, I, he, he's been playing well for more than a week. Like he, mm-hmm. he's been a little better. But I want, I'm looking at this game, and I kind of go, the way that whole year has gone for the Dolphins' defensive backfield, actually, touchdown-wise, Kelvin Benjamin got me interested as sort of a, if, if I need to dig a little for a wide receiver who hasn't done much. Yeah, wide receiver three uh, for me as well. And, and that same league I was talking about, Jordy, I think uh, Benjamin's actually one of my options also. Uh, okay. depends, on the, depends on the knee. Uh, got, got to see what the deal is at the end of the week with that. You and Derek can clean, clean that up, I guess, tomorrow. But, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I just think that... You know, New England was off, and they kind of they kind of shut down the outside wideouts a bit more because Gronk wasn't there because Cooks was you know kind of bracketed a bit. Right. I don't know if they could, I don't know if they could do that for Zay Jones or Kelvin Benjamin. So yeah. we'll see. Okay. Um. In this in this matchup here, so you would think the Bills at home are good. The Bills have been getting gashed by opposing running backs. Yeah. Um. I mean, Kenyon Drake. This is just a you know. Well, Drake's plug, a play, play anyway. in a role again. He, exactly. Yeah. Just workload, workload. All right. So. Okay. Um. Bengals Vikings. Uh, this this strikes me as an angry Vikings game after last week. I think so. And the Bengals. This just this is just a perfect storm for for a thirty seven <laughs> to ten thing. I believe their price was a little bit depreciated in, in a certain DFS format as well. So okay, interesting. Uh, the Vikings wise a little bit. 
on okay. defense. So that that trench matchup just favors them heavily. It does. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty gross. Um, so we talked about the Bengals side of things. I mean, Joe Mixon didn't practice again Wednesday. So if if you have Gio Bernard, I mean, he's he's going to get the workload. We don't know how productive he'll be with it. Well, I mean, well, the good thing is last week he caught plenty of passes after they're getting blown out. If you think this is going to be a blowout, Gio's yeah. going to catch a handful of passes. Yeah, and despite what happened with Carolina last week, I don't think Cincinnati's running game is good enough to do that. So I think it's going to be a lot of uh, you know screens to get around the blitz and stuff like that. So All right, yeah. Vikings wise, I, because of the way I think this game will shake out. I mean, look if if you got feeling, you're playing him. If you got Rudolph, you're playing him. Um, I I really yeah. like Latavius Murray again in this one. Be- do you have like you're you're you're, you're stop and play recording right every week? Can you do that? Yes, I do. I just plug you it like in. Murray. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, it makes sense though. Um, I think it's gonna be a lot. You know, twenty carry type of game for him seems like. Yeah. So I mean, you need, I mean if you think yeah. like I do that the Vikings have a decent decent shot to score four touchdowns, you, you, Latavius Murray seems like a an obvious play if you have him. It, yeah, it's, it seems seems that way. Um, McKenna's been playing a little bit better lately though, so I, maybe he'll get his own. Maybe he, he and Rudolph will be the clashers. I like maybe. that guy. I really did. That play, there was one run against the Panthers last week where he, he mm-hmm. um, I mean, two cutbacks that he just made people look stupid. I, yeah. I, don't know, I really like him. Well, we talk about how he's a good, good fit in this offense. That zone blocking that was meant for Dalvin Cook. Good right. for McKinnon if they actually use him for it. So I mean, last year, all the talk was about how he had no vision. That's no, the thing. Because I mean, we people were expecting a lot from him. And when it didn't work out, when he got the chance... That was that was the wrap, right? Yeah. Well, Minnesota was a power scheme last year, yeah. but not this year. So okay. it, it works in his favor. Yeah. Right. And AJ, AJ Green, too. You know, we talked about him a little bit. I but know. So it's, bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. I mean, I, I think he's just more of like a number 20 overall receiver. I'll say that. I, I want to tell you right now, I think in that thing I told you about, I think I'm benching Dez and going with Green and Marvin. And you can make fun of me next week if it goes wrong. It's it, it's a, it's one of the tougher out of three match you know two out of three questions I've heard in a long time. Yep, I'll say that. So, FanDuel's fantasy football for everyday fans. Sorry to cut you off, Tim. No, new, no, it's all right. New contest starting every week and no busted seasons, especially if your season your fantasy season's over, right? I mean, if you got eliminated from your playoffs last week, you know, um, or or you think you can have Carson Wentz if, if you, you uh, if Carson Wentz was your quarterback and you're going to get killed this week. No bust the seasons. There's something for everyone on FanDuel. Lots of contests to choose from starting at just a dollar. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score real time. Um, let's take a look. Anybody, any quarterbacks jumping out at you? Well, speaking of Carson Wentz, you know, if you're looking GPP-ish, you know, there's always Nick Foles. <laughs> that's, your, that's your throwaway lineup. Your, your see what happens lineup. That's I guess. not a throwaway. Come on. <laughs> who, who well, you, you know what? If, if you were going to... Looking at the prices, if you were going to pair Nick Foles with someone, who Ugh. would it be? I mean, I guess it had to be Ertz. Uh, yes. We, 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 we don't really know, know which one he's actually connecting with. Yeah. Uh, it might be Aguilar. It might be Alshon Jeffrey. I think I have to look at the prices here. The value might be Aguilar, I would imagine. But that, that, that's not really you know, something I'm going to bank my life on here. You um, know, the, the thing is, we, 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 we always like to – Look for that. If the backup quarterback comes in, you wonder, you say, hey, is there some sort of backup receiver that he's going to have chemistry with? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I've actually seen a couple of people this week suggest that it could be Trey Burton. But but where does Trey Burton like with the Eagles weapons? Where does this this alleged receiver get to come on the field? You know, I mean, is right. he, it, because your, your three receivers, I mean, Torrey's been stepping it up lately. 
Plus, you got Aguilar and yeah. you got Jeffrey and you got Ertz. Like, okay, I mean, you're going to put wide receiver X on the field to get ahead of somebody? It's a very tough stack situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. All right. I don't know. It sounds like Ertz will be back well, this week from what we can yeah. tell. Right. And there's always Jimmy G. <laughs> oh, Jimmy G. I like Jimmy G this week. Um, again, That's we mentioned right. Collins and Latavius. Collins is 6,700, Latavius 6,200. I've got them. I actually got a lineup fired up with those two guys in it yeah. right now. Drake at 6,500. Yeah, that's really nice. That's nice. Um, so in, at receiver, mm-hmm. Antonio is 1,100 more than the next highest receiver. <sighs> that's tricky. <laughs> I, I, I don't think the ROI is there on that one with New England. Okay. I think, I mean, you know, you, you figure he's going to be the guy they'll, they'll try to stop. I, I think he'll still have a great game. But is the, you know, is it going to be an 18-point game or whatever on FanDuel? I, I'm not sure. I, I think, you know, it half point PPR kind of limits him a little bit. That's true. So I have him in, I have him and Ben stacked in a lineup here that I'm looking at in the Sunday okay. million lineup. I have them because of the two running backs I played who are sort of not too expensive. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to cut in a lot of other places. Right. To get them in. Oh, that's fair. I mean, you see, it's funny. You got Josh Gordon at 7,500 with no Jimmy Smith. Yeah. That's interesting. You see Jordy Nelson already up at 7,200. Right. They're, they're, they're pricing in the, uh, the, the Aaron Rodgers return already, which I guess is fair, but is that enough to, to get you over there? That's interesting. Um, and I've got the, the guy I've got in who's cheap for me. I did Olsen like you, I, like you mentioned, uh-huh. figuring yeah. that's a, you know, sort of the bounce back, you know, the, the not, you're not Correct. picking the yeah. hot guy. You're picking the, you know, you're not doing the recency thing. You're doing it. the Yeah. Other way. Yeah. Right. Right. Against the grain, whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, over two and a half million players have won a cash prize playing on FanDuel to take advantage of our special offer for new users. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash RW. You'll get a free six-month RotoWire subscription plus a free entry into the NFL Sunday Million against me, um, which offers more than a million in cash prizes, and that's with your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash RW for more information. FanDuel.com slash RW. Void where prohibited. Thanks, FanDuel. Um, Cardinals Redskins. So mm-hmm. in the two... The two main leagues that I'm still in, I am rolling with Captain Kirk in both of them. Should I be happy about this? I a much better setup than last week. Yeah, I'll say that much. No kidding. <laughs> you know, P- Peterson's probably going to siphon out Doxson. I would imagine, it, to, much to Jake Letarski's uh, sadness. Yeah. I think, but but they, you know, they still have the weapons to 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 make do of that. I think you keep Peterson busy, then you have you know. Hopefully Crowder will be in there, and, and Vernon Davis now is free, so you know, or at least free, you know, the, to to have the job all to himself, I guess. But uh, there's options there. Yeah, I kind of like Cousins as a as like a like a low end one maybe or high two. So yeah, last week, I mean, he was on the road against the Chargers, and that's a bad setup. Tough, tough matchup. We know they've had line issues, but but the last four games before that, Cousins three twenty seven, three twenty two, two forty two, two fifty one, and in those games he threw eight mm. touchdowns. Right. So. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm still I'm still in. Yeah. And, and P. Ryan, you know, that whole stomach thing seems to be OK. So he'll be back in to catch a little bit, too. So. Right. And Marshall's actually is Marshall. Well, there's an injury at Marshall. He's done. He's done. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it's all, it's all L- P. Ryan. literally P. Ryan has to get every touch because they don't they, <laughs> they would have to sign a running back from off right. the street or something. LaShawn Daniels. <laughs> that's how you pronounce his name. I, excuse me if I've got that wrong. But who knows? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It could be anybody. I mean, it's some guy that even the Redskins hadn't heard of until three days ago. Yeah, that, that's a Mario Puig question. I don't know as much about Daniels for sure. But. All right. Um, sounds like Adrian Peterson is out again. Um, Bruce Arians basically mm-hmm. said, I don't know if he's going to come back. 
Yeah, he's re- they said it's going to be week to week. They said, you know, hey, is he going to come back this season? He's like, oh, I don't know. So it's I, funny. I, yeah. Do you remember when they, when they got him? I think it was you and I joked. Was he going to get over or under 500 yards for the rest of the season? And after the I, first three games, yeah. I was going, oh, I, I'm taking the L on that one. <laughs> and yeah, look what he's at. And look what That's he's at. He's, he's got... Let's you said see. rushing yards, right? Rushing or yards. Total yards. So okay. he's got four, he got 448, most of which yep. were in the first three games. Yep. And I don't think he's going to make it. No, I, I think he's going to fall short. We should, yeah. we should take an action on that one. <laughs> oh, man. See, I was all set to give myself the L, and I didn't get yeah. it. Okay. Um, yeah. Good matchup for Fitz here, right? Um, it, I don't think Josh Norman will be following him. As, as we say, he doesn't follow much. Right. So, yeah, I, I think slot work for Fitz looks pretty good here. Um, you know, and who cares about everybody else? Ricky Shields Jones, maybe <laughs> if you're playing DFS, maybe. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's fun targeting non-Norman. Usually, the way to go. So right. Yeah. Um, Eagles Herman Giants. Williams. We already talked about most of the Eagles. The Giants have been getting beat up on the ground lately. Um, mm-hmm. JGI is. Are you, are you feeling good about? I, I'm feeling really good about that. <sighs> I think so. I think even on 15 touches, he can do a lot of damage. And if he doesn't even get that much. So, okay. yeah, the, I mean, the giant, I mean, with Foles there, I think, I think Foles is good enough to kind of make teams have to appreciate the pass. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think he's, I, don't, I think he might, he's one of the better backups to have in a situation like this. I think the, the Eagles actually got lucky. He came back for this situation. Right. Um, so I think there's enough there to kind of keep defenses honest on the pass. So, yeah, I mean, Ajayi just seems to be the best matchup anyway against the defense just because, you know, he's got, he's got the better combination of elusiveness and power of among, Clem, you know, Clement and, uh, and Blunt. So I think Blunt's just going to be I – mean, although Blunt could be in the second half of this game, I will say that. So Okay. Um, Giants side, I mean, I don't know. Sterling Shepard, do you want to play him? I don't. Do we have to talk about him? I, I mean, guess. <laughs> you know, here's, here's an interesting one. You would think that – Engram's the guy to play the Eagles yeah. over the last six weeks. The Eagles have been literally the toughest team against opposing fantasy tight ends in five games. They've allowed 13 receptions for 108 yards and one score. Mm, but yeah, Engram's kind of a, not the usual tight end though. Right. So that's, that's my argument to that is just, you know, they do kind of move them around a bit. Fair. Tight end, tight ends they face recently, Jason Witten, the Brer, the bears, uh, Jimmy Graham, which, you know, they gave a touchdown to him mm-hmm. and the Rams who don't really use the position. Denver doesn't really use the position. Okay. And I believe San Francisco before that doesn't use the position much. So I'm less to be believing that. Um, and I think, like I said, Engram is still a, a, a hybrid version of what you call a tight end. So I still like him. I, I think he breaks that trend. What do you, what do you make of the Darkwood Gallman thing? Do you care? Well, I mean the Darkwood thing, you know, he was, what was he sick the yes. week before? And so Gallman probably had a little bit of an edge there. A little bit of a comeback mode, a little bit of a passing mode more for the Giants. So I think Gallman fit that a little bit better. But then you had Vereen in there as well. I, I just hate that backfield. <laughs> yeah, I, <know laughs> I despise it. And this is not yeah. a great matchup for them. I find it hard to play any of them. Yep. Um, Jets Saints. Uh, this this should be a disaster. Weird. You see, so you're you're in New York. Weird that the Jets and Giants are playing at the same time. Yeah, little little, little unusual. Um, I mean, because do, do, would, I, were, was Giants Eagles originally the Sunday night, or I don't. I think no. Was they, it a four o'clock? They never. I don't think they ever flexed this week, if I'm not mistaken. That's true. Any, they any didn't game. because Dallas and the Raiders they left alone because they didn't know what else was going to happen with the rest of the schedule. Well, CBS locked in the Steelers, Patri- Steelers Patriots. That's what happened, right? Um, 
so yeah, the rest of the schedule I think just kind of stayed still, uh, from what I know. Uh, yeah, this is it, this could have been an interesting game if McCown were playing. It's a shame. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, so the Saints. I mean, everybody, all the usual suspects. I mean, Breeze as as easy, yeah. as cushy a spot as it looks like for Breeze. We got to remember, Breeze is fantasy wise. Breeze has just been okay. Yeah, uh, his ceiling is much lower than than it used to be, and I don't think this is a game where they're going to really need him because you know Kamara looks like he's going to play. It'll be passes to the running backs that help him, if anything. Right. Than that, but you know, Michael Thomas still got to play him. Got a great matchup. So yes. Thomas Thomas will still be in there for my theoretical lineups with him. So what about Robbie Inshin? Um, he's been uh, terrific. He, if you remember, I mentioned this to, to Jake the other day, last year, Robbie Anderson's emergence was with Bryce Petty. It was. Yeah. But this is a tough cornerback tandem again to go up against. Yep. Uh, and do we trust Bryce Petty will take advantage of his deep skills as much as McCown, who's good at that sort of thing with vertical offenses does. I'm, I still like Anderson. You know, Curse is the one that's, I think, uh, although the argument can be made that they, they do th- just more short throws to Curse or, or Safarian Jenkins or whatever. I still, I still like Anderson to break a big play. Mm-hmm. How many how, – what would that amount to is my concern. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. I still like Anderson like a wide receiver three. Um, and for everybody for last year, for, for if you're hunting for a defense, Saints, are still, Saints were available the other day, 39% yep. ownership. I don't know what they are right now. Um, but – Bryce Petty last year, six games, three, three touchdowns, seven picks. Yeah, I got to love the Saints. Mm-hmm. Rams and Seahawks. Um, mm-hmm. Is Russell Wilson your number one this week? Uh, I know he's – I believe he's Jeff's and uh, – And mine. He's, he's top tier. Mm-hmm. I, I mean the, the Rams, you know, they, they always have that defensive line that can make trouble. And with this offensive line trench matchup, they actually might have the advantage. Even though Dwayne Brown has been good for Seattle this year. So maybe that's kind of affording things a little bit better. Still a a, a a bona fide QB one. Yeah, I'll say I don't know if he's number one. Okay, but. I mean you're playing ball. Are you, are you interested in playing Mike Davis? I didn't see check reports on Mike Davis. Um, he got hurt at the end of Sunday's game. He looks like he's okay. I think. I think you're right. Let me confirm that because last time we talked, limited participant Wednesday probably fine. Well, when it was a would, walkthrough. As of Thursday, I wouldn't worry. Yeah. Or I, I would say I'm, he's likely going to play. And last right. two weeks, 16 and 15 carries. Praying ran pretty well. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, he, he's, the, he's the guy now. And the, the Chris Carson maybe will come back. So I think Probably not has, now. Um, like Carroll kind of reversed course. He said, oh, oh, I don't expect it. But he's like, oh, he's been pricing okay now or something. He said it was a little bit more optimistic. But I still think Davis has this week of command. So yeah, that's all, that's, that, fine. that's all that matters. Um, Seattle's been somewhat leaky against good running attacks. Yeah. Do, do we consider, you know, do we consider, well, sorry, the, the Rams have been, but sorry, wrong, okay. wrong matchup there. But yeah, the Rams have been leaky all year against running backs. So it's a good matchup for Davis. I, I, I've got Davis at running back number 24. Yeah, I might even be a little bit more optimistic than you. On that, okay, but. I, and I could I could move that. See, you know the one guy uh, we're going to get to him in a little while. But he's in the he's in a very playable tier. Yes, he David. is. Um, yeah. The other side looks like Robert Woods will be back for the Rams, which is That's big. That's nice. big. That's big. He was he was really good before he got hurt. And Seattle defense not what it used to be with those injuries. So, nope. nope. All right, Titans Niners. I I don't want any I don't want any Titans. <laughs> None. Uh, maybe the running backs. Maybe as but a they're flex. splitting. As a flex, you know, okay. you, Mike Davis, I might play Mike Davis over both, both of them. I would too. So, 
I mean, there's nobody to trust here except Delaney Walker, maybe. Yeah, Niners against tight ends. That that that. I don't think this stats back it up, but that just seems like a great matchup for Walker. Um, <laughs> Niners against tight ends recently below average. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I yeah. I don't like any. I, I really. I, I would so much rather avoid Demarco Murray if I owned him. Yeah. Uh, hate to say it. I mean, amazing how that's fallen. But it, the, the 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 running back split makes sense for there. So. Um, Titans, you know, I know you love how to say the Titans are the worst. What? Um, <laughs> worst eight and five team ever. Worst eight and five team. Yeah, <laughs> they were the worst eight and four team ever. Trying, before trying, last to, week. trying to get the record. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no Mariota under any circumstances. Uh, Did you hear the story about him apologizing to the media yesterday? By the way, no, I would love to hear it. <laughs> I guess after they lost the other day, he was kind of short with the media. And he's usually mm-hmm. just very, you know, everybody says, you know, oh, model teammate and such good guy. He seems gregarious, so. yeah. Yes. And yeah. he's very short with the media. So yesterday, after practice, he talked to the media and he said, I, want, I need to apologize to everybody. Um, my mom told me I was rude and inappropriate <laughs> to all of you on Sunday. And I got an earful <laughs> from her. So, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys oh and I don't God. want to be that way. <laughs> That's, you know what? As a former reporter, I would have definitely appreciated that. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but yeah, he seems like that type of guy that would, you know, he, 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 he doesn't want to do that to people, but you know, I, uh, that's funny. I, yeah. I could totally pitch him doing that too. I loved it. <laughs> um, Niner side of this, uh, Goodwin. we talked all about the, Jimmy G and Goodwin. Yes. All the Goodwin, all the Goodwin. Yeah. I have Goodwin <laughs> number 21. I like it. 22. I, I have like him it. just behind Jordy and that's actually a hard one. Well, the targets have been going Goodwin's way. I mean, he's eating them up with uh, with, with Jimmy G now. Yep. I'm, I'm so upset I didn't get Jimmy G in my in my dynasty league. Yeah. Really upset about that. With him and Shanahan next year. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Oh, man, he's he, he's gonna be he's but his ADP is probably gonna soar next year. I agree. There's oh yeah, people not, are gonna have him as a top twelve probably. There's not gonna be ROI on it, but man, it would be fun to own him either way. Um. So yeah, Goodwin. I have Goodwin in a playoff lineup. No fear. <laughs> Um, the high high situation situation's interesting. Um, yeah, what happened there last week? I don't know. Uh, Jimmy G. I don't know. Maybe he likes Brady a bit more. Um, you know, he's got that. You know, the the work of the passing game. I, I'm betting it's a pass blocking thing. Okay. I, I know I mentioned this with people before, but high that's high just not very good at that. It's kind of been one of his uh, drawbacks recently, and I think Brady's a little bit better as a pass blocker. Okay. So maybe maybe they prefer to have him in there with Jimmy G. It's gonna be interesting to watch that. All right. Um, Pat Steelers, the game we are all waiting for. That should have been the Sunday night game, but. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. So this game now, I want to see what the over-under is up to. 54. It started at, I think, 53. It's up mm-hmm. to 54. Actually, lower than I thought. Um, so the Steelers, you've got your, you've got your big three. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else? Like, if you own Juju, are you fist-pumping? Or are you sort of, you know, I mean, you're a little wary. I don't know. I never know what to do with the Steelers beyond Bell and Brown. I, I, I like Juju more than Bryant. I just think there's more of him. Like, you know, Juju kind of plays the middle of the field a bit better. And I think that really helps against this Patriots defense that kind of, you know, looks like it gives up a lot of yardage after the catch. Um, I, I would play Juju over Bryant this week. Okay. For sure. Um, if, if he's active, of course. But, um yeah, I, I I just think Brian can be more easily taken out. Uh, just the, the the personnel just kind of seems to match up better with him. Do the tight ends interest you after last week? Uh, uh, it, it, it's so hard. you know Grimble scores one week, James has the big game, 
I don't want to play that game. In week Vance 15. McDonald had six targets last week, right? Right. I yeah. yeah. I don't want to play that in week 15. <laughs> okay. I agree with you. I, there's too much movement with, with, with which one's favored every week. I don't people like are going to be tempted to after the game. I mean, James is James had a huge game last week. Right. And I think he's, he's, he's probably my favorite of the three, but it's still very much, you know, there's, there's cannibalization there. Right. Between three, between two is bad enough. And now you have three. Yeah. It's just, ugh, I don't like it. All right. Um, other side of this. So the guy I was going to mention, I mean, the, the guys you know you're rolling with are Gronk, Cooks, mm-hmm. and Brady. The guy that I, I'm having an issue mm-hmm. with is, um, is Burkhead. Much as I've liked him but, all year. But no Shazier. I, I mean, know. it's I mean, let's talk about terrible news. But yeah, um, for, the, for our purposes, the Steelers, the, the interior is so weak now. I, I think this is a, I think it's a great match for any running back against the Steelers moving forward. But do you I mean, I, I know you don't you don't want to overreact to one game. Mm-hmm. Last week, Burkhead played 17 snaps. Yeah. Five carries for eight yards and a touchdown. Five receptions for 45 yards. I thought, yeah, go starting him in a fantasy semifinal terrifies me. All right. Here, all right. Here's what I'll, I'll add to before. I think Lewis has the big week because he's got the he's got that lockdown. He's got the, you know, the interior running role lockdown. Mm-hmm. But I still, you know, they, I, they, and, they, and they did have to involve Burkhead more because, as I said before, Cooks was kind of shut down. No Gronk. The receivers are just a mess. And that's what really kind of necessitated having Burkhead in the passing game a bit more. But I still think you could do that against the Steelers. I, I think the Hogan Amendola is a little bit more worrisome for me. I like Hogan. I think Hogan's going to bounce back. I know Brady missed him on a right, well. somewhat deep one. I, 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 feel, I feel good about a bounce back. I, again, though, I, I'm in, a, in a season – in a DFS lineup, I've got, I've got him in that Sunday Million lineup I told you about. But, okay, that, that's a good place for, to, to confidently play Hogan. I think yeah. there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of um, against-the-grain value there. In so. a season long, this is a, this is a huge risk-reward thing. It is. It is. And I get where you're coming from. I'm not saying it's crazy. It's just, you know, I think Burkhead's role is more firm than we give him credit for. Okay. In the, in, in the passing game. That's fine. Hogan last week, I just wanted to see his final numbers. Yeah, he only had one, five targets, uh, one for one. But like you said, that's a good uh, last week's trash buy. So, yeah, he, yeah. Was on, he was on the field a lot. Say that. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, all right. So Amendola, you're, you're worried about Amendola stealing. There's just, well, the, the, the two of them just worry me just to, you know, depends on which one is going to have the matchup there. And you know, it's, I, 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 it's hard to justify having both having a good game. Okay. That's, that's, that's usual worry for me. Um, Cowboys Raiders. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? Is, is Alf going to have a big game against these guys? Man, I don't know. Rod Smith looked pretty good. I know it was garbage time, yeah. um, but getting him the ball in space after the catch, it's a, it's a good trend moving forward there. Uh, I still like Elfmo, though. I, I think if, 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 if the Cowboys seem to be in control of this game, it seems like that'll be the case. Uh, I, I, I do. I, I think Alf will bounce back a little bit more towards him. I, I wouldn't say Smith is a great confident flex play. All right. Uh, Amari Cooper, we don't have any. He's day to day. We whatever. Uh, so. You can't be confident in this. I don't think so. He won't. He didn't practice Wednesday. His day to day. Yeah, I, I think you got a plan. You got a plan otherwise here. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and and tight. Hold on, I'm checking the tight ends. Yeah, the Ra- the Raiders have been getting beat up by tight ends. So. Uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's another. Well, Witten hasn't. He's had the one catch for one touchdown two weeks, so <laughs> it's right. not like. He's going to be that involved. I think it might be just more of a Beasley-ish type effect or okay. something. I don't know. Uh, 
But Dez, I, I think Dez, I think Dez goes off. I think Dez goes off. So you think Dak goes off? Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm look more like Dak that we know. I mean, the matchup was awesome. Yeah, for sure. But the Raiders have been that way for most of the year. So otherwise, the only other guy I want to met. What about uh? I mean, Cowboys against the run not have not been bad lately. What's your interest level in Lynch? Uh, still volume, you know, RB two volume. Yeah. Um, not not terribly excited, but I think you know. And then again, the Cowboys you know, did kind of face a weak running game, so I think Lynch will have better success in that group. But yeah, still solid RB two Lynch. You know, yeah, Lynch, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't rush to bench him. Lynch last week, um, not much production, but they were getting killed. So right, that, that um, was game flow. Also. Bad game flow. Yes. Yeah. All right, last one. Falcons Bucks. Mm. I am more. I, I feel like, and I might do this. I mean, you know, DFS. It depends on what you play because it's a Monday game, and he's not included on many uh, in, in the Sunday slates. Mm-hmm. I kind of like Jameis here. Yeah, um, I, I. You know, those reports of the offensive coordinate. You know, offense and him, Cutter and him being kind of at odds right. uh, as a scheme. Maybe there's a, a feed the beast type of mentality to just let Winston do his own thing because they're they're in experiment mode anyway. As we talked about, you know, they basically have the playoff race. They should make Winston happy. I, I think there's as 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 poor a player as Winston can be sometimes, and we've talked about this, this er, the erraticism of him. I still think they should give him you know a chance to kind of you know optimize himself. If he has a problem with the offense, you make him work with an offense that that'll be better for him. Right. You know, instead of just having to you know force him to squint into a square peg. I mean, the, the Trufant against Evans matchup kind of worries me a little bit, uh, but that you know that that doesn't mean that doesn't mean Winston is going to be a terrible play because they have other ways to work around it. Right. Because Godwin's been coming up lately, and you know your boy Brayton Howard trade production, but either one is good for Winston just to have both at his disposal. So I'm with you. I think Jameis has a little bit higher floor than most people think this week. Yeah, and Evans is just that, that, what a disaster. I mean, the thing is, I, I I have this feeling. I wonder what the overlap is of people listening right now. Right. getting ready for a fantasy playoff game who picked Evans in the first round because That's he just killed you. Tough. Yeah. He's, he's had some poor matchups and tough matchups. Actually, I have him. I'm, we're going to do John's lineup one more time. <laughs> I have Evans Sorry. in a lineup rolling. And my, yeah. uh, my, you know what my alternative would be? My, my best would be Frank Gore. Ooh. Yeah, it's, I think, I think you had the, Sadly, say I think yeah the, the Frank Gore volume wins that wins that part of the argument. I mean, it is a PPR. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, Trufant's great, but Evans is the type of guy that that I think could give him a lot of trouble. I mean, they've played each other. Um, you know, they, you know the division rivals. They've they, you know the, there's the history there as well. Uh, in week, what was it? Actually, they, they haven't. They, they they've only played recently this week. And Evans had 12 targets, caught six of them against them in week 12. I think Trufant was active for that. I'm pretty sure. So okay. So I, I don't think Evans is as hopeless as I think his floor might be higher than AJ Green's floor, actually, which is saying a lot. Got it. Um, right. tough, I, tough. The other one here. I don't like I don't particularly like Ryan in this spot. I actually like Jameis better than Ryan. Really? That against Tampa Bay. That's interesting. But I know the, the, the road game, I guess, factors in. Yeah, but late, lately it's another one. Lately, they Tampa Bay has not been bad. I got to check the schedule for, to, yeah, for but, context but, on that. But week 12 at Julio, man, I mean, I'm not saying we'll have the same thing, but th- this is like the cure for what was ailing him. That because those defensive backs are horrendous. I'm such a sucker for bad teams at home. Yeah. Well, thinking they're going to find ways to win. That's true. I mean, the last game being at home, that definitely worked in his favor. Um, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I still like Jones as a wide receiver one. I'm, I, but will that? But will Ryan do well? Other than that, is the question. Right. Although Hooper's interesting, though. Mm, I'm Austin Hooper's an intriguing play there. Just that the safeties there are pretty terrible as well. But he's never involved. Right. And and then Levine Toy Lolo will get his random touchdown <laughs> if anything. Yeah, that team. That so. they're so annoying with that. That I never Sarkis- know what's, who's going to do anything. Just tries to be too cute, man. Yeah, I hate it. I hate college it too. offense. All right, folks, listeners to our podcast, get a free 10-day Rotowire trial at rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card required. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Take a look now, rotowire.com slash pod. Tim, you've got your Facebook Live at noon Eastern on Sunday. What else you got going on? Eastern Sunday. Uh, John McKechnie will be hosting his tonight, Thursday at uh, 6.30 p.m. Eastern before the the, the delicious Broncos-Colts game. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh <laughs> And uh, I'm actually kind of in the same boat as Derek, doing a lot of baseball writing. Got some, you know, the the draft kits available for for most of it right now. I think we have most of the outlooks up that are that you you know the important top 400 ish type players. I think we have all the outlooks for right now. Maybe some some magazine content previews pumping out for subscribers. So that's a that's a big deal here. Uh, the magazine actually is available for pre order, so that's fantastic news. Uh, so you guys can, can roll with that. Um, yeah, and. Just mostly gearing up for my one my one playoff spot in the Sunday Millionaire FanDuel, basically. So uh, going to be an interesting week, and hopefully we can talk about some things uh, next week with uh, with good things happening for both of us. Hopefully so. I'll be rooting hard for Kirk Cousins. And, and maybe if you'd like to know that we've gotten through here about 55 minutes, not one word about Giancarlo Stanton. Not one word from us. <laughs> We, we should do we should do a fun year year end podcast where we just talk like half hour baseball. That's right, <laughs> and just make everybody angry. <laughs> talk about it. Talk about the Yankees hitting five hundred homers and then have Ronald Torres batting ninth for the first two months of the season. Or hey, something you know like what? That. It's, it's more interesting than most week seventeen stuff. So that's you know. for damn sure. All right, folks, if you like the podcast, please re- re- leave us a review and a rating. We would appreciate that. And thank you for listening to this edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. We'll be back on Friday. Derek and I will clean up the news, notes, all that stuff, getting you ready for your fantasy semifinals. So come on back then. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.